What it do, baby? Yeah, you already know. What it do, baby? What it do, Clipper Nation? Welcome back to Shoot the Trey. I am, of course, your host, Trey Gamble. And I first off want to apologize for not getting this out to you guys yesterday. I ended up getting super busy yesterday, uh, last night I should say, and I wasn't able to record the pod. But I got a short little preview for you guys today. Of course, this is the third out of four possible series previews. And you know what that means, man. We made it to the conference finals for the first time ever. Really special day. I mean, really, really Really special day for Clipper fans. I mean, being able to watch their team play as one of the final two teams in the West for a chance to go to the NBA Finals is absolutely everything to us. And I am just so excited to watch the game today. It's currently 10.15 a.m., so tip-off for Game 1 is about two hours away. And uh, a little bit over two hours away, I should say. Um, and yeah, we're just going to kind of do a small little... Uh, series preview kind of talk about my thoughts you know maybe give a prediction i mean it's just it's it's so hard to give a prediction i mean given the injuries in this series i mean chris paul is confirmed out for game one and maybe could possibly come back for game two no one really knows i mean he tested positive for covid so no one really knows what is going to be really happening with him whether he's actually very sick which i hope and pray to god that he is not feeling sick um and, uh, of course, Kawhi is out for most likely the entire series. I mean, if it is indeed a minor, you know, ACL uh, sprain or, like, a grade one ACL sprain and he comes back for, like, game five, two weeks af- uh, after suffering an ACL sprain and coming back two weeks later is kind of iffy, in my opinion. I'm not really too sure. I mean, I trust Kawhi with his body, so I think he'll know when he's good to go. I mean, he's been so good about managing his body throughout his career so i'm not i'm not too worried about that i hope that it's nothing too crazy i hope he's coming along just fine there was that video on twitter that was going around he was in the uh the tunnel um just after game six and it looked like he didn't have a brace on he was walking around just fine didn't have much of a limp or anything so hopefully that's a good sign hopefully you know um we're overreacting for the most part and it's not serious at all and hopefully he can come back and you know be exactly the player he was um in these first two rounds so yeah let's get into the preview before we get into that make sure you guys do follow me on twitter at trey lac underscore that is t-r-e-y-l-a-c underscore live two clipper games and i'm excited to tweet the one today um and yeah what a moment man what a moment what a day it's it's finally time to play in the conference finals it's really exciting um, it was, uh, I slept good last night knowing, you know, that our season is extended past the second round and I'm excited, man. I'm really, really excited to get this going. So let's get into the overall regular season record. The Clippers won the first two games. They won the first game on the road. It was at the very beginning of the season. The Suns were like the one seed at the time. I believe they had a five and one record at the time of the game and the Clippers were like, uh, like four and two or something. I don't know. I was really, really early into the season. And keep in mind, I think the Suns were the best team this season. I mean, obviously, they were a two seed. But, you know, just from the regular, from, the, from game one all the way to game 72, I thought the Suns were the best team. Um, and that's why, I mean, this these this Suns team is the best team 
that the Clippers are going to be playing in this postseason. I mean, just the overall talent, you know, the fit, you know, the all the guys that, that play their role so well. They have so many guys, so many good perimeter defenders. Um, I just think, you know, it's going to be a lot tougher to... Um, I think I think it's going to be tougher in general. I mean, the Suns team, they're so good. They're always on the same page. I mean, I really liked watching the Suns this season. Devin Booker is one of my favorite players. I, fi- I got to watch him live for the first time ever. Um, back in March, I went to the Suns game against the Bulls, and he put up 45. It was, just, it was a crazy 45, incredible offensive performance. And, you know... I just think, you know, the, the Suns team is really, really good. They were the best team, in my opinion, um, from Game 1 to Game 72, like I said. And it's going to be a really tough game, uh, tough series, man, especially without your best player. I mean, the Suns are without arguably their most important player, too. But, obviously, Chris Paul is not their best player. Devin Booker is their, is their best player. And Devin Booker has really been good in these playoffs, man. I mean, that Lakers series, man, he was so, so good. And that the the Nuggets series, I mean, I didn't watch a whole lot of that Nuggets series because it was just such a mismatch. I mean, <clears throat> the Suns team is just so much better, obviously, since they swept them. But you know, uh, I do feel for the Nuggets with being without Jamal Murray in these situations. But you know, the Suns, the Suns took care of business first two rounds, and you know, I'm excited. I'm excited, man. So the Clippers have the two and one record against the Suns this season. Um. The Clippers won the first one on the road where there was no fans. Um, and the Clippers went up by as much as 30, man. They were absolutely destroying the Suns. Um, Paul George was absolutely phenomenal in that game. He had 39. And uh, the Suns ended up storming back, man. That fourth quarter got really, really interesting. But the Clippers were able to close it out. Um, I believe it was, it was a really close game. The Clippers only ended up winning by six. But that first half, the Clippers were absolutely running them out of the gym. And that second game... Was at home. Um, I mean, obviously, game one there was a there's a little bit of a scuffle with Paul George and Devin Booker. I, I think a uh, campaign like fell on top of Paul George, uh, contesting a jump shot. Paul George took exception to it. I didn't really think too much of it. I thought maybe you know Paul George thought something like he campaign had ill intention intentions or something, but that wasn't the case. He was just trying to contest the shot. So I didn't really understand why PG got mad, but. You know, it's all good. Um, so obviously, Devin Booker and Paul George got a little bit of history. I they do. I do think they respect each other, though. I really do think that. I mean, it's just an on-court thing. The guys want to win. They know they're two of the best teams in the West, so you know those guys want to win. So I totally get it. Um, and then we went back to Phoenix for game uh, the third game of the season, and the Clippers unfortunately lost. And I had them losing that game anyway. It's really, really hard to beat. A great team three times in a row. So the Suns finally got the Clippers in the last game of the season. Um, For the series, Chris Paul will be out for game one, of course, with health and safety protocols. I hope he's okay. I really do hope that he is not not ill or it's a false positive and they're just trying to, you know, get him to test negative two times. Um, I just hope he's just not feeling anything. I hope he's asymptomatic, of course. Um, and then Kawhi is out, obviously. Uh, we have no idea when he'll be back. Um, hopefully sometime this series, but I would not be surprised if he sits out the entire series. Whether it goes four games or seven games, I think Kawhi will be out the entire series. Praying if we do win the series that we do get him back sometime in the finals. Uh, that would just be that would be awesome because with the Nets losing yesterday, man, this thing is so wide open. Anyone can take this title, man. It's just so wide open now. I mean, it's there for the taking. If there's any year 
that the Clippers can win the chip, man. It's definitely this year. You just got to hope that Kawhi can get healthy. Because, obviously, I don't think the Clippers can win it without Kawhi. I mean, I don't think any team... When does any team win a chip without their best player? Uh, I don't think ever. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but... You know, but these guys could definitely win a, uh, this series, I think. I really do think that. Um, I mean, it depends on how long Chris Paul is out. If Chris Paul is back for game two, uh, I'm not really quite sure what would happen. But, I mean, Paul George should definitely be the best player on the floor, so he was throughout the regular season. And pretty and two of the first three games, of course, he was absolutely unstoppable. I mean, whoever was guarding him, absolutely no one could guard him. Uh, he was shooting the shit of the ball from literally everywhere. Um... So yeah, let's get into some stats from the series. Paul George in three games played put up 32 points, seven rebounds, four assists on insane shooting on 56% from the field. Excuse me, 60% from three and 80% from the line. Kawhi Leonard in two games put up 21 points, six rebounds, four assists on 34, 30, 79. And moving on to the Suns, Devin Booker played three games. All three games, I should say. 23, 5, and 5 on 49-18-83. Uh, Chris Paul, three games played. 19, 6, and 6 on 52-36-100. And let's kind of get into some thoughts, like my personal opinion on, you know, lineups and stuff. So my first point is small ball. and what situation should the Clippers run small ball? I think the Clippers will start game one with the small ball lineup. Given that Chris Paul is not playing, and let me tell you why. If Zubats was starting against Chris Paul, Chris Paul is absolutely hunting him every single time, in my opinion. I mean, Chris Paul has done that with all, you know, really, uh, like, bigger bigs. Uh, I mean, he does it to Rudy Gobert, Jokic. I mean, whenever they're playing that deep drop, Chris Paul's going to toy with him and pull up at the, uh, anywhere around the mid-range. That's absolutely automatic for Chris Paul. And, you know, I think, you know, whenever Chris Paul is on the floor, I think the Clippers will try to go small as much as possible. Just so, you know, Chris Paul is obviously not as quick as he used to be. Um, I think switching everything is definitely the way to go when it comes to guarding him. Um, you know, just give him that length. I mean, if you can get Badoom switched onto him, I'm totally cool with that. Marcus Morris, I'm totally cool with switching onto him as well. Pretty much anyone in the Clippers run in that small ball lineup, I'm cool with switching onto Chris Paul, you know, for an isolation or, you know, just to contest a mid-range. You know, just make it harder on him, you know, to get to his spots in that mid-range area. And I, I live with the results of Chris Paul's just doing Chris Paul things and making every single mid-range, you know. It's whatever. I mean, as long as you're giving yourself a chance by, you know, playing small ball most of the time, not letting Zubats get switched on to him, I think there's a good chance that, you know, we can really, really limit Chris Paul. But, I mean, Chris Paul's always going to find a way to be effective. You know, it's Chris Paul, man. I mean... We've all seen it. He's going to find his ways to be effective. But I'm just curious to see how he really uh, fares against, you know, a really, you know, good defensive team. And the Clippers, of course, who have really, really been good on defense in these playoffs at times. And I'm just excited to see how Chris Paul is against them. I mean, he's obviously getting older. I just, I hope Chris Paul is able to play earlier in the series, of course. But, you know, I wish Kawhi Leonard could play too, but not really quite sure we're going to get that. So, um, and let's move on to offense. I mean, it's going to be a lot tougher. I mean, the, this Suns team is absolutely great on defense on the perimeter. I mean, you're not going to get a blow by every time. Um, I mean, Reggie Jackson's not going to be able to blow by, you know, uh, a lot of these guys. I mean, no one's going to be really going to be able to blow past a lot of these guys. Phoenix is elite on the perimeter on defense. I mean, Mikel Bridges, Jay Crowder, Devin Booker's 
defense has been a lot better this season as compared to last season. I mean, he was really, really bad at one point in his career. Um, I mean, just all, this whole Phoenix Suns team, man. I mean, Cam Johnson's pretty good. I really like Cam Johnson. Uh, Mikael Bridges is one of my favorite young players. Absolutely a joy to watch. The my the only thing is that Mikael Bridges is not as strong, and I think that'd be such a good matchup for Kawhi. Unfortunately, Kawhi's not playing, but uh, I think you know Bridges would absolutely get uh, not absolutely. Get, I think Bridges would get pretty beat up by Kawhi just. Kawhi's sheer strength, he's just so much more stronger than Mikel. And, you know, I think Mikel will guard Paul, uh, obviously. I mean, but on the other side of the ball, I don't think Paul George guards Devin Booker, especially without Kawhi on the floor. I do think it's really, really risky, you know, having Booker, you know, being as good as he is offensively. I think, you know, having Paul George guard their best offensive player is not really the way to go in this uh, series right now. I mean, especially since Kawhi isn't playing right now. You need Paul George on offense, um, you know, doing everything, uh, getting to the paint, kicking it out, doing whatever he can. Because it's going to be a lot harder to get into the paint this series, I think, with Phoenix being so good on the perimeter. So, you know, I think, you know, you got to... Loose Paul George's workload on the defensive end, but obviously if it's a do or die situation, you have to throw Paul on Devin Booker for a lot of the game. I mean, a lot of times you saw Kawhi guarding their best player in closeout games or elimination games where the Clippers' backs are against the wall. But you know, I think um, I'm not sure who will guard Booker. Maybe Marcus. I'm not sure. Batum maybe even. But I do think the Clippers will start small in this game, given that Chris Paul is not playing. Like I said, uh, but if, when Chris Paul is on the floor. I mean, off the floor, I think that's when you can get a lot of Zubats minutes in. Well, not even well, not even necessarily a lot. I mean, Chris Paul's still going to play a majority of the game, but I think you can maybe get away with it sometimes. Zubats on the floor uh, because I do think Zubats is going to play a lot because of his physicality. They need him. They they're going to need Zubats in the series. I think more than any series so far. And you know, with it, being physical with DeAndre Ayton, um, I think it's going to be a really good opportunity for Zubats to you know, get some good minutes in the series. Uh, moving on, I want to talk a little bit about Cameron Payne and how good he's been this season. I like no one would have thought how good Cameron Payne would be this season. I mean, he was he was so bad in his first three years. Like when he played with the Bulls, the Thunder, he was so so bad. I'm just I'm really happy for him. He's literally the Suns' sixth man at this point. It's insane to see, and you know I'm happy for the guy. Um, he's gonna be a he's gonna be a lot. I mean, he's so quick, so so quick. He has a really nice floater. Get hit a three every now and then. I really like Cameron Payne. I think you know it's gonna be he's gonna be a tough matchup for anyone that's on the floor. I mean, like I said, he's lightning quick, getting uh past his defender into the paint, and he'll put up that floater that he's really really good at. So I'm not sure who gets that assignment, but you know I'm curious to see who gets it. I don't think Reggie is gonna want it. I mean, I think Reggie's gonna get blown by every time. I sure as hell do not want Reggie on Chris Paul or Tevin Booker. That is just a absolute disaster. Uh, calling his name um so yeah i just kind of wanted to you know shout out campaign real quick because you know he had a really good season and uh, he's gonna get paid he's really gonna get paid this season um let's talk a little bit about game one before we end up wrapping up here and then we'll try to get my prediction it's gonna be hard but i'll try to come up with one on the spot the clippers are gonna go you know 10 or 11 deep just like they did in both the dallas game one and the utah game one just to give some guys you know a little bit of extra rest with that quick turnaround um and you know that's fine with me um i'm i'm cool with that 
Uh, get to see maybe some DeMarcus Cousins minutes. Who knows? You know, maybe get physical with DeAndre Ayton. I wouldn't mind seeing that, but you know, I never ever liked DeMarcus Cousins minutes. But you know, that's just me. But um, I'll give my prediction for Game One. Then I'll give my prediction for the series because you know, Game One's today, the day I'm recording the pod. I have the Clippers winning Game One just uh because you know the Phoenix Suns haven't played basketball in over a week. Um, the Clippers coming off of history. I think they're they're riding high on momentum right now. I think, you know, I thought maybe last series going into Utah, winning that game seven would definitely be, you know, a, uh, what's it called, like a momentum booster. But actually, in all honesty, the Clippers were absolutely gassed in that Utah game. But, you know, I think this time after making history, being the only Clipper team that might get this far, I think they're riding so high on momentum right now. I think they're going to come in, they're going to punch the Suns in the mouth, and I think the Clippers are going to win this game. And that's my prediction for game one. I'm not going to give any like final score or anything, but I do think the Clippers will win. Um, I think Paul George is going to be great. He's going to continue to be great. Um, playoff P, of course. Um, and you know, Devin Booker's going to get his points. Devin Booker's going to do his thing. Uh, but make him score. Make him score, man. Make Devin Booker score. Uh, make DeAndre Ayton score. Just take away the other guys, man. Do what we've been doing. Um, and I think you know the Clippers are going to win this series. I do think they will win this series. I have the Clippers winning in seven games. Um, I mean, it's it really, it's really just a wild guess because there's so many factors that go into, you know, making a prediction, obviously, but, you know, not having Kawhi for possibly the whole series and, you know, Chris Paul not, maybe not lo- missing out on much as um, people may think. I mean, maybe he'll be back for games two, but the Clippers should absolutely steal this game. I think it's crucial to win this game actually with Chris Paul not being out and you don't know how long he's going to be out for like I said he could be back for game two and if you're down 0-1 with a fully healthy Suns team it could get dicey it could get ugly because this is the, by far the best team the Clippers have played this postseason maybe not by not by far not by far but you know this probably the best team this is the best team the Clippers have played this postseason and yeah I have the Clippers winning in seven games I'm um, just going to throw that out there it's kind of just a wild guess but you know this team's made me a believer. These guys do not quit no matter what the circumstances are. And, um, yeah, I have the Clippers winning in seven games. And we are about two hours away from tip. So I'm going to kind of prepare for that. And I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I hope you guys are too. This is a really great day for the franchise, for the fans. Hope you guys enjoy the game. I'll be on Twitter, you know, tweeting at you guys, you know. Give my thoughts on the game, like usual. You guys all know the drill. So if you guys did enjoy, make sure you guys follow me on Twitter at TreyLAC underscore. That is T-R-E-Y-L-A-C underscore. And I'll see you guys after game one. Peace.